kind of thing. Hmm? On the Pluto What are you doing? Yeah, see? Uh-huh. So you think this will work? I think we're going to have a very interesting time capturing whatever paranormal phenomena is occurring or is not occurring. So seriously, what did you, uh, what did you throw down for that? Well, about half as much as I made today. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Like, he's kind of the king of horror right now. Of, like, of, of smart horror, maybe. I don't know if that's a word, but... S'more. I feel like I should write them a letter and say, just want to let you know you mispronounced this person's name. Like, here's the pans dropping, and here's this going on, and here's a yeah. shadow, and here's a shake, and... Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater good. Hey, he's back. Actually, I, you know, I really should have uh, have done that in a sub-audible tone that you had to enhance later on. Yeah. And, uh, you know, computer, le- computer alter to uh, to make, make it sound like it's at the greater good. Yeah. That's hard to do live on a podcast, but I see your point. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, but you see where I was trying to go. Yeah, I do. I like I like where your headspace is at. I like it. Speaking of that very thing, oh, yeah. we'll have to get into that. But remind me in just a second after. I don't want to have like a twenty minute long story before I intro our guests like I did <laughs> like last week. Um, but I'm going to come back to this that thing. Okay, so yeah, uh, this is episode four hundred and fifteen, and today we're talking about paranormal activity. Whoa. The the Welcome to October, folks. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we are in the we are the beginning of cheap scare reviews. Sean's we, favorite month. It really yes. is, um, and that's usually because there's at least one movie that comes out of this that I hadn't seen that I really enjoy. You know, obviously, example Tucker and Dale versus Evil, or yeah. uh, I think last the year Frighteners. the Frighteners was a great example. Uh, Doctor uh-huh. Sleep last year. So there's. There's always yeah. like that one movie that I, I I go away from really really glad that we watched. Is it going to be this movie? Yeah. We'll find <laughs> out. Uh, so I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew. Were the actors acting sleep, or were they actually asleep, Jimison? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a minute since I just had a one-word reply. I'm sorry. I no, it's fine. <laughs> that, very appropriate. I thought it worked. Yeah, I, I, it, it always yeah. does. Works great. Sam. What? Never borrow a friend's Ouija board, Vector. Right. And and Sean, it, you know, other than than uh, getting gathering demons up to to send to you to kill you. Um, I'm just going to put you on this flimsy ladder to go up to, into the attic and uh, <laughs> and see what you can do up there. Okay. So, just thought you'd know. Sure. I've uh, I've yeah. I've actually fallen through a ceiling before. Fortunately, it wasn't mine. It was at a at a church that we were working on, and it needed to be demoed anyway. But I have fallen through a ceiling. Oh my gosh! It hurt a lot. Yeah, I could imagine. Yeah. Uh, Did you fall right? through a Christie Brinkley poster and then <laughs> stand on a bunk bed and warm your hands? No. No. <laughs> No, I didn't. Oh. I didn't do that. See, that's the only way to fall through a ceiling. No. That's true. Unfortunately, I both didn't do that or get that reference. Oh, Christmas Vacation! Come on. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Dang. It's been <laughs> it's been too many years since I've seen that movie. That's not on our uh, uh, annual uh, rewatch uh, thing to do. Uh, uh. 
And making her Cheap Seat Reviews debut, coming all the way from Australia, is Ebony. Change this movie just to scare Sean from the Gruesome <laughs> Twosome Movie Review Some podcast. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. We're, I'm so very glad to have you on. Um, I've been listening uh, listened to your show. Gosh, the first time I heard your show was like, it was like cold outside still. It was like back in February or March. And uh, I was oh, like, wait, that's, that's opposite for them, I believe. Well, that's yeah, true. It's boiling hot here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, melting away. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, what a fun show. And I really enjoyed your show because you guys were, you know, re you review, uh, you know, horror films and stuff. And I'm going to let you talk about that in just a second. Oh, so she knew, she knew exactly <laughs> how to get you. Oh yeah. She knew exactly. Oh, what yeah. The fuck oh, I knew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, she, she, you know, so, so I mean, tell our listeners well, about your, you have two podcasts, so feel free to I talk do. about both of them. Well, the one that you had just brought up was the gruesome twosome movie review them, which I usually do with one of my best friends, Jess. But um, it's been a while since she's been on because she's got health stuff going on. But anyway, um, we try to find more obscure horror movies. So we've done like Basket Case. We've done Killer Clowns. We've done just more uh, 80s ridiculousness <laughs> more than anything. Um, and then my other podcast is Sweet and Sour Nuggies, which is a mental health podcast. And it's part me discussing mental health and just part my own therapy. So it's a bit of both worlds. Looking yeah. At it really. Yeah. And both are very good. I have listened to both uh, many episodes of both. It's good. It's good stuff. So, but yeah. So Sam, you're not wrong. Uh, you know, when I reached out to her a while ago to, to try to, to bribe her to come on the podcast, it's not as easy to bribe someone in Australia with stickers because that's uh... <laughs> so Sam, uh, before I get into uh, how we got to this movie uh, with my joke yes. about Ebony's middle name, you mentioned the, uh, you know, doing the audio so small, quiet, you couldn't hear it. They would have to alter right. it. So when I was working at UNC Charlotte, I had a, uh, a student come up to me and say, hey, you're an audio engineer, right? I said, yeah, by trade. And he goes, I have a clip of audio I want you to help me out with. And I said, okay, what's that? And he says, uh, I stayed at the uh, – Did he rickroll you? No, it was, in a, it was an asylum in Ohio. It's a famous uh, asylum. I can't think of what it's called now. Uh, anyway, it doesn't I know what matter. you're talking about. Yeah, it's an old asylum. It's an old yeah. asylum. It's in, in uh, Ohio. It's like one of the most haunted buildings in America, right? And uh -huh. they they did a night there. They did a tour there, and they what they did was they had uh, they had a tape recorder or uh, some kind of audio recorder, and they just let it record the room that they were in. So he he gives me this section. It's about twenty seconds of audio, and in in that twenty seconds, there's about five or six seconds where there's another voice that you can hear that's clearly not the people in the room. So I do a little CSI thing where you roll the high end off and the low end off, and you boost the middle gain and did some stuff there so that you can hear it's in it's some kind of language. It sounds kind of like Spanish, but it's, it's hard to tell. So I gave it to him and he was uh, Waverly Hills. That's what it's called. Waverly Hills is the name of the asylum. And uh, so anyway, he, he was very excited for it. So I've literally done that thing saying that you're talking about. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't doubt it. It, um, uh, you know, the, the, the crazy thing is, you know, they still have those things on TikTok and stuff. Where 
you know, they'll show people are using radios now, apparently to try to get it to work. Yeah. But uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not a big fan. I'm, I'm too chicken. Um, yeah. Buzzfeed has a great things. show, uh, that is all about paranormal exploration. And there's two like, you know, guys in their thirties that are just hanging out with each other and trying to scare each other by going to these awesome places and listening to those radios and sleeping overnight. Yeah. Yeah. We stayed not, in not an old rundown jail in school. Uh, on purpose? Was it like yeah, a field trip? it was a camp. <laughs> oh my wow. gosh. It was this oh, old jail that hasn't the, been uh, used in years. And they're like, oh yeah, let's throw a bunch of 12 year olds in jail <laughs> for a night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I'd love to see the permission slip on that one. Yeah, oh Australia does things <laughs> hardcore, man. Jeez. <laughs> That's great. Uh so the the so this other story I need to tell before we we get into the movie itself is so up until about 5 days ago, we were going to be doing Spirited Away for our for our uh our movie with Ebony. And we were going to Wait, is that a Ghibli thing? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. so we were going to do spirit away. Cause I, I, when I said to Ebony, I said, Hey, what, what do you want to watch? And she says, well, I don't care whatever you want to do. And well, I know that Ebony is a huge fan of anime and she's given me shit on multiple occasions for having not seen any of the Miyazaki films. Oh my gosh. I haven't seen I'm any of them. Spirited away hoodie right now too. <laughs> right. So she's, I said, well, what about spirited away streaming? It's on Netflix, I think, or something. I was like, it's streaming. Let's do that. And she's like, absolutely. Let's do it. Okay, great. So that was the plan that that was going to be, and that that next week was going to start, uh, you know, cheap scare reviews. So somehow we got into a conversation on Twitter, and I mentioned something about uh, paranormal activity got brought up, and I said, "Oh, I couldn't even watch." Uh, the second one scared me. The trailer for the second one scared me so badly. My son had just been born, and I had the little um. You know, little baby camera next to me, right? So it's got the little mm-hmm. static going, and it's a you know, kind of a it's night vision, right? So everything is kind of green and whatever. So it's just like the the, the trailer for Paranormal Activity too, right? Yeah. So the trailer when the kid looks at you, the eyes glow. Yes, yes. So yeah. now yeah, yeah, my, yeah. my son at this age is so small and little. I mean, he's he's very new, so he can't look at the camera, right? Uh, he's he's still you know just a so couple, you think. like a week old you know yeah he can't move his head yeah he, he levitates his head over, oh my god that would have that would have I would have <laughs> lost my mind <laughs> so I got the little thing next to me so the trailer for Paranormal Activity two comes on it's the teaser right so it's like a security camera like high up looking down and it's a room with a baby crib and a German Shepherd and the, there's a door in the right so then it like everyone's asleep and then it like flashes and then the baby's like stirring. Right. And mm-hmm. then it kind of flashes again. And then the baby's sitting up and the dog is sitting up. Like the dog is head is up. And then it flashes again. Now the baby is I say baby, it's like a toddler. Is like standing up in the crib and the dog is now ears up, attention alert, right? And then it flashes <laughs> again. The baby is screaming. The dog is barking madly as the door opens. And then it cuts to paranormal activity too, right? Well, at that point, I look over at the the baby monitor, right? Just as like a car drives by. So of course it changes the light in the room. And I was like, Nope, can't do it. And I turned it off. Like I literally turned it off and I'm like done. So I, I tell a, a bridge version of that story to Ebony on Twitter. And she's like, Oh my God, we have to do paranormal activity for the show. 
uh, because yeah. she knew that it would scare me. So that's how we I came to to this this here uh, movie. So Andrew, go ahead and tell us what is paranormal activity, and then we'll talk about how much it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> All right. After moving into a suburban home, a couple becomes increasingly disturbed by a nightly demonic presence. That's all she wrote. Well, it's, yeah. it's about as long as the movie, so I guess that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I am thankful that this is under an hour and a half. I mean, this is a short movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, an hour 26. Yeah. It also helps that there's no credits, front or back. There are no credits to this movie. That is movie. true. I never thought of mm-hmm. that. Yeah. You know. mm-hmm. So, okay. So, uh, we know, Ebony, we know this is a, a, a fan of your favorite of yours, because you watched it again today, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I watched it about three hours before our recording. Wow. For like the hundredth time in like two years. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like this is like comfort food for you, right? Like this is a, this is one that you like. It's background noise. I can easily just put it on and just go about my day. That's so interesting to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just even with the screams and the wow. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> this is PG uh, for me. <laughs> I will say that after watching it the second time, because I watched it uh, thinking that we were recording a different day of the week this week, <laughs> uh, I watched it like back on Sunday or something. And then, uh, you know, to be fresh on my knowledge of the movie, I watched it again today. And I have to say, watching it the second time, it's a lot easier. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what's coming. That's, it. Yeah. That's all it is, right? You, The anticipation. You, you kind of, there is so much buildup of anticipation in this movie. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Andrew and I were both uh, uh, virgins to this. Sam, had you seen this before? No, I had seen, apparently I thought I did, but I guess I've seen a lot of scenes from the second one, oh, the okay. one with the kid. Right. So, um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, well, I mean, everybody knows our stances on horror movies. And how much dorks and nerds and craven we are about these things. Um, but uh, this was an interesting one. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess if, if you're listening to this because you're a fan of Ebony's and you don't know, the three of us, we aren't really huge horror fans. And usually <laughs> what happens, though, is we watch a movie that we know is going to scare us. And we usually, usually walk away going, that was pretty good. Like, I think we have all mm-hmm. enjoyed the Conjuring movies, the two that yeah. we watched. I love the Conjurings, yeah. Yeah, and those were, you know, pretty legit scary. They 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 got to me a little bit, uh, especially the first one. Not as much as the second one, but the first one was pretty effective. And it, uh, yeah, I mean, that one gave me bad dreams, you know. Yeah. So, but again, it happened every year. So let's uh, yep. let's go ahead and do our five word reviews. And uh, Sam, I'll let you start off. Sure. Um, I'm going to. I've got two here, and the first one is homemade terror looks legit. Um, the way they put this thing together, even though it's low budget, I thought they did an incredible job making this really look like the found footage slash a guy set up his camera in the bedroom. Um, to, to, to capture all this stuff. Uh, the, the footprints, the knocking, the, the, the shadows, I, I think they just did a really, really good job um, making this look like an average ho-hum 
uh, house that could happen anywhere. And, uh, you know, there's not much to this story. It's pretty much she's been living with it. And, you know, he kind of makes it escalate. And with that, I've got my second um, five-word review, which says, bad dude takes away stakes. And here's where I think the movie fails. And it's that this guy is such an idiot and, and such a bad boyfriend and such a bad guy. I could care less what happens to him. Right. And I, I thought he, the choices he made in this movie completely killed any good feelings I would have about them. She didn't, you know, certainly she got attacked and she got the bitten and all that sort of stuff. But I just, I don't know. It took me out of the movie that he was making these decisions that were just going to, to make them get hurt. And you could see that from a mile away. When you saw him with the Ouija board, you knew something was going to happen. And Mm. I just, I think that was a bad choice. I also think that the, and and see, I've only seen the end on uh, the Amazon movie. Apparently there's three different ends or two different ends. I, I'm not 100% sure. There's yeah. two others, yeah. I didn't like the ending. Um, so I thought the way that it showed her coming into the camera at the very end, I thought that was so cheesy and over the top in a movie that was so grounded in, mm-hmm. in what was kind of a realistic take. And I just, I laughed. It didn't scare me. I was like, oh, that's just, you know, it felt like a student film at that point. But you I wouldn't have liked everything the, uh, else. the others either. What's that? I said you wouldn't have liked the other endings either. Oh, okay. To yeah. be honest. Oh, really? So, I yeah. mean, I I enjoyed seeing this in terms of, hey, you know, let, let's get together and make one of these things, right? It's it's like the old, the old time, you know, you have a camcorder in high school and, and you can make these types of movies. That's what it felt like. Um, but uh, otherwise, it just... I don't know. It didn't hit me as much as I thought it would. Now, of course I did watch it in a very, very strange way. I, uh, I, I put it on at work. I closed my office door. I turned off the lights and I have one of those little, uh, um, those little boozy speakers, um, in the office (laughs) and you know, it's like Bluetooth. And because I didn't want my neighbors hearing people scream and demon sounds or whatever else I thought Mm -hmm. might come, I had to turn it down really low and then kind of, snuggle up to it on my ear right so i i don't know if that made it scarier or not but uh i I jumped once let's just say that for those listening no sam isn't drunk his speaker is called a bose he just says that to annoy me um I was interested what? to see how how you watch it because I have been chastised on the podcast several times for yeah. not watching it in the experience that it's like in the its intended experience it's set to yeah well I mean all these types of things are meant to be seen in a theater around other people right. and right. that that amplifies yeah the feelings it has to because you get it the and it, has to. yeah you feed off of the energy in the room yeah. for sure yeah yeah. Yeah, my my viewing experience was it was here in the office where I am now, but I did turn off uh, well, I didn't turn off all the lights because I have to see the keyboard. <laughs> but um, but I had the main light off. I just have my little lightsaber lamp on and and the TV, the light of the TV, and that was it. And I'm wearing headphones, so you know I'm I'm as immersed into this as I can possibly be. I was you know trying to give the movie experience my full 
a full attention. Yeah. It it didn't help that at some point my wife walked up the stairs when there was happening <laughs> in the movie. So there was there was a couple of external factors that that added to my my fright in the movie. So uh, and that being one of them, where there was there was kind of a weird stereo effect. I had to take my headphones off to okay, that's that's my wife, you know, put it back on. So, uh, Ebony, what's your five word review? I really struggled with this, <laughs> and I'm still struggling with it. I'm racking like so many different words in my head. I'm gone all morning and I still cannot think of a way to describe this in five words. Uh, probably, uh, good practical effects, poor execution. Oh, ah. the way I'd go about it. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So, so yeah, so keep going on that. Why do you say the, the poor execution? As someone who's rewatched it so many damn times, <laughs> like, so many damn times. I mean, obviously you're going to know what's coming because I've seen it a hundred and God knows how many times, but the more, it, it doesn't have a rewatchable factor for enjoyment. I have right. a lot of background noise. Right. I can't sit there and we watch it and be like, Oh my God. Like if I'm comparing it to another film where like, for me, the Blair Witch Project will always freak me out regardless there are scenes in that film that I, I know it's coming, but it's practically, it's done practically well that it still affects me. With this, I'm like, okay, cool. The door's going to swing open now. Okay, cool. There's powder on the floor <laughs> now. Like there's nothing to really immerse you once you've already seen it. Right. So that's a great, that's a great point. They're done yeah. well because they're practical and I love practical effects and it's very minimal, but. It, it doesn't have a longevity factor about it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Like I, and Sean's already said, we're not, we're not horror people, but I did watch the haunting of Hill house on oh, Netflix. That's so good. And that's one that I could watch over again and enjoy yeah. it the second time. Yeah. And maybe even the third time. Well, um, and it's because you miss things because it's right. smart yeah. and it's, yeah. it's got, uh, yeah, it's got extra things that you just don't realize it. So, well, and that's, yeah. I mean, that's Mike Flanagan, right? Like he, yeah, yeah. like he's kind of the king of horror right now of like of, mm-hmm. of smart horror. Maybe. I don't know if that's a word, but you know what I'm S'more. saying? S'more. Yeah. S'more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's the king of horror, but I know that's what you're it. saying. Yeah. He's not the king of horror, but you know, yeah. Cause he's not, but like, I don't know who is right. I mean, it's not Rob Zombie, but I mean, it's well, Stephen King. <laughs> I'm right? trying. Yeah, but you know, I don't know who it would be, and Ebony, you probably would have a better, you know, who whoever it is. Um, even is one at the moment. Um, I mean, like whoever who the guy what did um, Midsummer, right? Like he's uh, yeah. Ari Aster. Yeah, yeah, like he's in a well, pretty. But you also have uh, what's his name? Uh, Peel doing Jordan Peel. Jordan Peel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Would say he is at the moment. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of up and coming you know really smart horror. I mean, there's still going to be the Rob John Zombie. Carpenter. I don't think he's up and coming. <laughs> Wes Craven. 
Yes, I, I mean, mean again, these, not up and coming. Yeah, these are still like definitely not up and coming. If he's up and coming, yeah, like these are still. The yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like these guys are like. Well, it's horror. <laughs> I mean, Hellraiser's just come out again, so you know you could go Clive Barker, but maybe not Wes Craven. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, to your point, Sam, those are still giants in in the horror industry. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, yeah. they're they're still huge. Mm-hmm. I guess my point is like. Who's the go-to guy right now? Who's the director? It's like this. Is, we we want to make a really legit horror film. Who do we go? Because for like a five minutes, it was the guy what did. It, mm. Say it again. There's a few at the moment. Yeah, Sam Raimi. I mean, Marvel came to Sam Raimi and said, "Hey, we want a Doctor Strange to be a a the horror yeah um, Marvel movie. Can you uh-huh. help us out?" And it was, it's as horror as Marvel will allow it to be and, and be PG-13. Yeah, right. yeah. um, but there's also uh, the guy what did the Saw movies, those first ones, right? He was James really, yeah. yeah, he was really popular for, you know, a little while too. So there's, there's still a lot of. Lee Wanell came out of that and he's probably got the bigger name than James Wan does now. Because they did that together. Say, say that yeah. name again. I, I think I've talked over you. So Lee Wanell did is was pretty much James Wan's like buddy. Like they did the source together. The first one, maybe second, I could be wrong there. Lee Wan L got a bigger name in the end than James Wan in horror because James Wan ended up going to fast and furious and stuff. Like right. That. He did other so things. He did well. have a right. little yep, portion yep, yep. where he had like the insidious movies and he had his name to conjuring and he had his name to things, but he wasn't really, the go-to director where Lee Wanell sort of took that title from him. Interesting. But then it went to Eli Roth. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then it's gone to Ari Aster and it's gone to Jordan Pitt. Like it just keeps going. There's no real it person anymore. Like they used to be in the seventies and eighties. Well, our, our, our tastes keep moving too. Right. <clears throat> I mean, it, it goes from slasher to, to, um, well, like psychological to yeah. ghosts yeah. to whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, it is. Okay. Um, whose turn is it, Andrew? Yeah. Um, I've got two. One's not five words, though. I'll do the five <laughs> word first. Uh, best horror is left unseen. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, talking about that ending again, Sam, I think that had he went down the stairs at the end and we just heard a thud in silence, that may have been a better ending. Yeah. And or just cut, or cut to black. he just flies, he flies back into the camera and it goes to, to thing, goes to yeah. fuzz. Yeah. Yeah. But the other endings, uh, there's, there's an ending that I think was the original ending um, where uh, she comes in and the police show up and they, they shoot her. She's standing oh, there holding the a knife. Was the original. Uh, oh, okay. So then the other yeah. one was, yeah, the other one was she slits her own throat with the knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was the original. And then Spielberg actually came in and said that they shouldn't do that. And then that's he right. put forward the idea, yeah. Of the, yeah. The well, that's that's so they could create a franchise. Yeah. You know? I mean, sort of. Have you seen the others? No, oh, I saw this part. <laughs> 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 you, you didn't really need her to survive to have the others. But like we, we don't know what happens to her. Like the movie ends, the theatrical version ends with her. We don't know what happens to her. So right, like right. that's what I guess I think that's what you're saying, Sam. With the with a, a sequel, is that you could put her in the second one, 
now she's got a new boyfriend and the haunting start again. And like you could cast yeah. her as the as the heroine again uh, and things, whatever. Like I'm not saying that this that was the plan. But yeah, the original one was pretty, I don't know. Yeah, she just walks right in front of the camera and then slits her throat and that's the end of it. Yeah. Um, and then, ah. the, and then the alternates so, ones with the cops, they come in, they see her. Right. She, she kind of comes out of the trance. She says, where's whatever his name is. Micah. Micah. Where's Micah. And then she stands up with a knife. And they're like, Hey, put the knife down. And then she doesn't because she's probably not even aware she's holding it. And then they shoot her dead. So. Yeah. yeah I, I do have a problem. Uh, well, and then I'll get to my second, uh, review. I have a problem with the person's name. Uh, because his name is Micah, clearly, but she calls him Mika the whole time. And I, I feel like I should write them a letter and say, just want to let you know you mispronounced this person's name. Like, <laughs> I know it's your person and you created the character, but you're saying it completely wrong. Um, <laughs> I'll be that guy, but, yeah. um, well, so he's other, also, he's, he's enough of a douche to be like, you, you know, don't call me Micah. That's call true. Me. Mika. That that kind of does fit his personality because he is a giant bag of douche. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> my my other five word review. <laughs> um, Sean has already alluded to. <laughs> <laughs> Certain Sean watched this with lights on. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. You're not wrong. Yeah. So, out of the three of us, I'm—I mean, I would say I'm probably the most comfortable with horror movies, I, I guess. Um, and I watched this just in the bed with it. With, everybody was asleep. The lights were completely off in the dark. And I guess because I'm in an apartment right now while I'm trying to find a house. I'm used to noises being around me, so that didn't really didn't really bother me. But, you know, I do like the uh the fact that the director had the idea for the movie just because of these noises. Because I think we've all been in either you know, a cabin that we've rented or we've all been in, you know, uh, somebody else's house that they're not there and we're whatever. We're visiting and you hear these noises and you're like, oh, what was that? And it is the creepiest thing ever. And I remember, uh, and I think it was probably a dream uh, thinking back on it now, but I remember several years ago, I got up in the middle of the night, ripped my blankets off and went screaming through the house, get out of my house, get out of my house. And uh, I thought I'd heard something, but I honestly think it was just me dreaming that I had heard something for your and, poor wife. Poor Karen. Oh yeah. Yeah. She was, Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. All right. Well, I will say I, you know, I watched it and then I was taking, I was just kind of, I don't know, maybe that's why I didn't experience it right. Cause I kept giggling when the scary moments thinking what Sean was going to be. Doing. <laughs> 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 like, like the time you actually hear the, the, the demon do the roar, right? I was like, oh, right. That's, he's going to go through the ceiling on this one. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. Because I think I even texted you. 
<laughs> right? Because I think I texted you guys, right? I, I think I said, hold on, let's see what I say. So last night, 30 minutes into it, and I just about peed my pants. And then... <laughs> Uh, Which one was that though? Was that the so at thirty was minutes was roar? it was the the first roar? Okay, I mean yeah. it gave it like my skin was crawling. I had those goosebumps. Like the hair yeah. was standing on the back of my neck. I almost flung my headphones off. Like it <laughs> scared me. Well, you had on Twitter that you were sweating bullets in ten seconds in, so of course you got a jump. I was sweating going into this. I was. I was really. As soon as we switched it, now again, you you offered me the out. You did say no, no. We we can go back. It's fine if this is actually going to bother you. And I said no. I think it's going to make for better content if you guys get to laugh at me. So uh, I think it'll be a more fun <laughs> podcast for you guys to to listen to me squirm. But like like you, like going into the conjuring like like I knew it was going to make me uncomfortable but for some reason knowing that they're actors like cuz it feels like a movie right yeah, like there's it, a, there's a safe spot there yeah. it does feel like a safe spot like I'm sitting here watching it going I know I'm okay because it's a movie like there's a there's there's a boom operator there you know and there's a grip hiding behind the thing and craft services is just over there like I know these things so I feel better but for some reason because this is shot the way it's shot it it leaves almost all of it to the imagination, right? We're see we get to see very little, and yeah. and because it's of so, that, it's awesome. Which is what makes it really good in that yeah. it makes my mind work overtime. My mind is having to fill in the blanks that the movie's not giving me, and my mind is a lot scarier than anything this director could show me. And so, well, that's what we do in real life, though, right? Yeah, you hear the noise, Especially your mind starts the noises at night. Yeah, your mind starts yeah. filling in the blanks. And, and so when I, I post on Twitter, I'm already sweating. It's because I know this movie is going to make me jump. I know this movie is going to make me uncomfortable. So just sitting in my chair, I was oh, literally so sweating. Movies I should recommend you. I was. <laughs> <laughs> All found footage too. It's my favorite genre. Yeah. Yep. There you go. I mean, I, I was literally perspiring in my, in my chair. And so, so when it had that first demon roar, I, about through my headphones at my TV. Um, so that well, was, and, and we see that too. When we, I mean, sometimes I get suckered into the TikTok or YouTube videos that are like, you know, is this paranormal activity? And then, you know, it's like three minutes of staring at grainy footage, and all of a sudden you see a little bit of a shadow, and that freaks me out. It yeah. absolutely freaks me out. Mm. So, so no, I understand. So you say, dang, that was your response. And then, I wrote, damn, that movie is seriously scared or seriously scared me. Um, <laughs> oh, hold on, I missed a second. No, then then you wrote, no, sorry, I missed a second. Then you said LOL, and then you said, I'm gonna call you at like 3 a.m. Oh, yes. And that's yeah. when I said, haha, my phone's on do not disturb. You said, dang. And then I said, that movie seriously scared me. And you said, haha, I wasn't even scared. I only jumped one time. The guy kept pissing me off. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah. The guy does suck, but it got me. I just took a melatonin to help me go to sleep. I had to take medication last night to go to sleep <laughs> because I knew that my mind would be still reeling from the movie, right? And then yeah. Sam says, I just paid Sarah to stare at you while you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, she didn't watch if it. If I lived closer, if I only lived closer, that's all I got to say. Um, a, and she we was, could have had some fun last night. There's no way she would have listened, uh, watched this movie. It was just no way. But like, yeah. Um, oh, but she would have helped me scare you though. She might have. I don't know. I, she knows how <laughs> how much scared I get at stuff. I think she might have taken like <laughs> been afraid to go too far. 
Um, so anyway, so yeah, I had to take a melatonin last night to kind of calm down and yeah. So, so anyway, so I haven't said my five word, uh, and mine is a scary, stressful movie experience. <laughs> I, I I should have, and I didn't think about it in the moment. I should have turned on my heart monitor on my iWatch to see what my oh, yeah. my beats per yeah. minute were because I know it was we were, I was pushing a hundred every time that low frequency starts up. That's the movie letting mm-hmm. you know something's about to happen. Like yeah. low frequency kicks in, that means the demon is around. Every time that kicks in, and it's supposed to, right? It's Pavlov's dog, right? It's supposed to scare you. Yeah. Like I know I would have been out of pushing a hundred beats per minute. I know it every time. Gosh, dang it. This movie. Well, and, and I will say the way they set up the camera and the angle, Yeah. you know, you're looking at the time. Like I, I, I always mm-hmm. notice looking at the time and then, you know, it would speed up and all that sort of stuff. And they're doing that so that your eyes are off the door. The right. doorway, yeah. So that when something happens, it might catch you off guard in that doorway. And, and of course, you know, scare the bejesus out of you. So, yeah. Did you notice? Um, did you notice because they do the the timestamp and and the, did you notice that there were some moments where there was a shadow that went across the door? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did I, you see that? I didn't the first time. Subtle. Yeah, the the first time I didn't. There was uh, when he showed. When of course, obviously, when the when the the character uh, Mika is showing it on the thing. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, wow, they did do that, and I missed it. So then I was then after that, I was looking for it, and, of course, then you, then you see it after that. But mm-hmm. it was really well done. I mean, it was it was a well-done movie. I, I have to give it credit for it. I mean, again, you know, Ebony says it doesn't hold up over the course of 100 viewings, but <laughs> for the one and the only time I will ever watch this, it got me good. <laughs> I mean, it... Well, and I think, you know, this is... It's made with a budget for one and done. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, you know, it does what it's, it's set out to do. You got to give it props for that, really. Yeah, absolutely. We, we've mentioned the budget a couple of times. To, to give you an idea, this was a $15,000 budget. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. uh, to give yeah. you an idea, I worked on uh, the biggest budget film I ever worked on, movie, was called uh, Ghost Town the Movie. I think it's called that, Ghost Town the Movie. And it was a Western and that was at about a $5 million movie. And it doesn't look nearly as good as this. Yeah. Now that movie, the movie that we had, had, you know, 30 actors, you know, we had locations, we were outside, there was gun, gun battles and things like that. So it's going to look, you know, the budget, this movie can hide the budget because you have two actors that aren't acting. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's no script. They were just told, you know, just like that Drinking Buddies movie that we watched, everything was improv. Just the director yeah. says at the beginning of the scene, at the end of the scene, this is where you got to get to. Just act like a couple. You know, you just act like a douche and you just act like a scared woman. And <laughs> there you go. And but, then it's yeah. done. But I mean, like they they did a good enough job. I think there was one there was one time, really one time, where I thought that the acting was actually bad, and it's when the doctor the the psychic comes yeah. back into the house mm-hmm. and is so like the first or second time the second time he comes back and he goes whoa this thing is yeah. pissed and it wants me out of here she, when her her kind of acting to him 
It mm-hmm. like there's a moment I I I could have because I had to watch it twice because I pulled a clip a uh, clip from that. It almost looks like she's trying to hide a smile, like like she knew there was a bad take or something. Like there's there's a one moment where Ebony, you've seen it a thousand times. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like that was the only time I I cued in on the on the acting as being not good. Yeah, yeah. Of of the four actors we see on screen, he he the doctor in my opinion was the worst actor yeah. of the four. Yeah. Well, he also had to act a part that's not a usual, you know be a regular person, right. which right. is probably why it ended up being that way. Now, I don't think we've mentioned, but the, the script of this movie is non-existent, right? The, yeah. The, pretty much. That. I mean, it was mm-hmm. just a rough outline that the director said, here's the things you should talk about. And did you just mention this? I literally I just said all of these things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, and let's let's just say. Sorry, this. There, I was. There are, I'm gonna be honest with you. I was looking up Ghost Town the movie and realizing <laughs> that there's another movie called Ghost Town with uh, Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. So yeah. I was confused. So I, I, that's why I missed your whole conversation. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. There are there are some missed opportunities in this movie to be a scarier movie. Okay. Uh, in in terms of of the actual poltergeist activity um it it does feel like it's an hour and a half of it, it feels like it's an hour and 29 minutes of waiting for a minute's worth of fear mm-hmm. and yeah like when he's in the attic i felt like i don't know i just felt like there was so much more they could have done in that kind of scene certainly he finds the picture yeah. or or even hiding through real easy digital effects hiding shadows or hiding things that you could see in later viewings to see yeah. what's going on, you know, in, in that and way. That's where I think we're, we've been spoiled with things like the haunting of Hill house, because there yeah. are those, those really smart moments, the, yeah. of the s'more that we've been given where we, you know, we know to look for these little things. I was doing the same thing in the same scene yep. In the attic, I was like, "All right, there's got to be some eyes or something." Right, I was. Like, I kept waiting to yeah. see a shadow with eyes or something, yeah. because it just. But it never, never popped but up. But that's when they start. Like that's when it gets taken out of control, though. Because once you start doing that, then they start adding too much in, and then you've just mm-hmm. got jump scares galore, and there's like you look at every corner, there's something, and that's what I feel like they failed with the, the rest of the series. Minus too much films. But a lot of the other films is just like way too much. It's like, here's the pans dropping and here's this going on and here's a yeah. shadow and here's a sheet. And it's like, well, that was, that was part of, of that was part of Mike Flanagan's brilliance in Haunting of Hill House, where he hid, I don't know how many ghosts in the background yeah. that weren't there to scare you, but are just ambiance. Mm-hmm. And I love that idea. And I love that fact. And I think, Simply by, I mean, just adding some eyeballs somewhere that are looking back at you or something. I, mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how to describe that's, it. That's the beauty with Mike Flanagan, though, is that he knew what he was doing. I feel yeah. like, because yeah. I think this was, I, I can't remember the director's name, but I think this was his first film. Yeah. Because uh, he starts adding more and more, then you start to run off with it. and. Well, and you got to be smart with that, too, like well, you said. that's just it, exactly. So, yeah. I don't know. It's It's a fine line. Depending on who's actually directing 
So, yeah. Now. So the director, Oren Peli, Peli, P-E-L-I, he's directed Pele. Pele. He's directed two <laughs> films. He directed. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Ole, ole, ole. Oh. So he directed two films. This movie and something in 2015 called Area 51. And, oh, he did do that as well. I didn't know that. Yeah, the the the, the poster. The time, yeah, the poster says from the director of Paranormal Activity and the and the producer of The Purge. Now he's he's a producer like crazy. So he produced <laughs> Insidious a couple of years later, and then of course Paranormal Activity two, three, four, and five, mm-hmm. six. <laughs> There's and a, you have to wonder with the producer credits how much of that is ideas that he's bringing to the table and how much of that is just name recognition. I think, right. They're like, Oh, we want, we want a, a, a director here that people are going to recognize or a name people are going to recognize. Well, I think it's because it's his idea, right? It's his, it's his baby now. And so he gets a producer credit, you know, and it's like James Wan, he gets credit for everything, but he's not actually mm-hmm. the stuff that he gets. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. You're not wrong. I mean, director of Paranormal Activity 2 was uh, Todd Williams. Mm. Right. So that's, uh, you know, he's done, he's done a bunch of things. He's directed a bunch of stuff. So, yeah. So this, this, uh, but this other dude, what I just mentioned, Oren, whatever, he's, but he's again produced Chernobyl, Di- yeah, the Chernobyl Diaries and Insidious 2 and Insidious 3 and mm-hmm. Insidious 4. <laughs> So, should watch Chernobyl Diaries next. Are there? How, you want a good jump? <laughs> oh yeah. Again, so I there's so there's insidious. there's five Insidious movies. Uh, mm-hmm. the the fifth one's been is in post production right now mm-hmm. for 2023. Chernobyl Diaries. What's that about? I think I've seen that one actually. Six tourists hire. Yeah. Yeah. Hire yeah. an extreme tour guide who takes them to the abandoned city of Peprit. P pre. Prit, Prit. I can't pronounce it. It's Ukraine, uh, where the Chernobyl <laughs> nuclear reactor. Uh, yep. During their exploration, they and soon then he discover- abandons them or something, and it's it's yeah creepy. For that's yeah. the one. Yep. Yep, I've seen that one. Yeah, I have not. Obviously. Uh, but now that one actually has a cast of people of you know mm-hmm. like that have pictures on IMDb. <laughs> Yeah. So, but anyway, Bradley Parker is the director. Anyway, my point is, I don't know what my point is. My point is, is that I think Ebony was making the point that, about the director not being very experienced. And well, mm-hmm. I read somewhere he was a, a software developer or engineer before he decided to make this movie. Yeah. Or software designer, maybe that's what it was. Mm. And so this was literally his brainchild and he could do all the editing himself because his experience as a software developer. Yeah. And he did like, he did all the post effects, like all of them, according to the trivia I read. So like the footprints on the floor and the, the, sh- yeah, the I, shadow. I still want to know how they did that. It was CGI. Was it CGI? Yeah. It was all post, post, post effects. Oh, okay. The, I thought it. I thought I read somewhere it was all practical effects. I mean, yeah, most, I don't think there's any CGI in this. Well, according to as well. yeah, so it was okay. CGI is the wrong phrase. They had like like they green screened it kind of a thing. Like there was a, a a dude in a black suit with a green thumb, you know, handprint making the powder, right? Like they had to remove something, 
out of the shot. So like, like, so the, like he was walking backward or something and they, they reversed the shot. Something like that. I, I can look it up in the trivia in a little bit, but like, like when she's being dragged out of the bed, right? Mm-hmm. That's just a, that's a harness on her foot. It's actually a dual harness system. It's kind of neat. So the one is off camera to the left that pulls her out of the bed. And then the second one that pulls her down the hallway. Um, but those are just, those are just wires and crew wearing all black, just pulling a, pulling rope, pulling a, pulling a, a system. But the way that it was built, it had to um, detach from her ankle, whatever, when she went down the, uh, down the hallway Otherwise, you'd be dragging the other rope, you know, down the hall. So it was a, it was a pretty pretty clever way of doing things. But uh, oh, the entire movie was also filmed in Oren's own home. That's his house. Yeah. So that's kind of neat. Uh, and I read uh, there's some disputing facts, but one says that it was uh, filmed all in ten days, and one says seven mm. days. Yeah. So very short filming time. I can see that. Yeah. Except, I'm, okay, now here's the real question. Yeah. Did they sleep? Was that really them sleeping all night or at least for a couple hours until the, the camera clicked on? I mean, that, that's, right? I mean that's, that was the joke I made as one of your, your middle names. It's like, I mean, that, that time, time lapse is real. That's a real time lapse. Yeah. And the, whether the time code is, is real at the time is irrelevant. But like, in order to make time lapse work, you actually have to shoot the footage. So, I mean... Did they literally just tell the actors, "Hey, get in bed, take a nap. We'll wake you up when it's yeah. time." You know, I mean, I would say they did. I mean, I mean, yeah, I always thought they did. They're living in this house for ten days while they film it, so why not just, yeah. you know, get comfy? Yeah, we yeah. set we set the shot. We it, get we send the crew out of the room. And we we hit record, and then we'll see you in three hours. You yeah. know, here's something that bothered me about the movie, and it makes it unrealistic to me that house was way too clean for ah. two, 20 20 something they don't have you know. kids yet though yeah they don't well, have true they do it's not true, have kids yet I, I mean before i had kids i don't remember being that tidy when it was just my wife and i well he's i mean a, we were tidy he's yeah, my a, house isn't very, the tidiest <laughs> you know he's a day trader he works at home so i guess he has a he he's there to be the guy to clean the things i guess i don't know even more reason in my opinion for yeah. it to be the honestly yeah, the food and shit around yeah yeah the the thing that was the that most is true there wasn't a, yeah yeah i could see that there wasn't didn't look I mean, it was, as lived in as you would think that's the thing like it didn't look lived in the well, only part that looked lived in was the bedroom to me and maybe the bathroom yeah the, there was two scenes that really bothered me with, as far as the lived in but okay so there's a shot when he when he burned the cross in the fireplace, the cameras on the ground and we're looking at the fireplace and I we're looking at his his stereo system setup. So mm. one of my notes is of course. Uh um not to be that guy, but exposed wire for your rear channel system is bad form. So it literally had wire. <laughs> now this is the director I'm making fun of, not just Mika, the director Dude, hide your freaking wires. Like it is he had wire speaker wire going across the fireplace. Yeah. That is the that. like I that took me out. I was so angry <laughs> at the movie. It's like 
Dude, get some wire molding. It like I did it at my house downstairs. <laughs> Never mind a demon in the house. The wires. <laughs> the wire. It was the so, wires. It was that so horror of this movie. It really <laughs> is. <laughs> that was the most. That was the scaredest I got. No, the. <laughs> that's not true. The honestly, the the one thing that took literally this is the one thing that took me out of the movie. Now, uh, Sam, you sleep with a thing on your face. I don't know about you, Andrew. I don't know how you guys are as far as like how heavy sleepers you are. Sam, I know that you're a heavy sleeper. Um, yeah. And Ebony, I obviously have no idea what kind of sleeper you are. I am a light sleeper. I have always been a light sleeper, and I've also always been on call with the kids late at night. So when she in the movie walks over to the other side of the bed and stands there, there is absolutely oh, I no one. I would have noticed that a hundred percent. Yeah, would have. Yeah. I would have woken up straight away immediately. <laughs> like there's a Not part me. of your brain. I, yeah, I'd go right through it. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, Sam. You. I think once you told me you slept like fourteen hours, and I couldn't understand how you could do that. But yeah, actually, I did that again today because I didn't have to bring the kids to school. Nice. So I was I went to bed at ten and woke up at uh, one o'clock today. <laughs> there, there are there's been several times when a child is standing. Yeah, like they'll get up in the middle of the night and they're standing there, and they haven't said anything to me yet, and I just like I sense a presence. Yeah. watching. Yeah. <laughs> that's the biggest yeah. thing. It's the presence. That, and, that would be me as well. And it's worse. It's not the sound of them walking. It's the feeling. Yeah, and it's worse than them just saying "daddy." You know, like. It's because when they don't now, mine are old enough now where they, they know to say something like I've, I've, cause I've told them, please say something when you come in the room. Cause otherwise like I might physically hit you, you know, <laughs> flail your arm. Cause it's scary. I mean, it's, 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 it's a scary thing. So, uh, but usually they, usually they stomp on the way in or whatever. Cause they, I mean, the last time one of them actually came in the room is my son got sick a few weeks ago and he, he was in tears on the way. And so I heard the sobs before I even heard him open oh. the door. Um, but yeah, no. So that actually, that, that literally was the part when, I mean, even when the first time she does it, when she just gets up and she just stands there for like a couple hours and then she goes outside, like even uh-huh. just that. Do you know the only thing that wakes me up is, is like if the fan stops. Oh, really? <laughs> really? Yeah. It, you could be screaming at me and I, I'll stay asleep. But if the fan stops, I, I'm immediately awake. That's that's all right. OK. Yeah. Like yeah. if Sarah gets up to go to the bathroom, that wakes me up when Dude. when the dog gets up to go downstairs to get a drink of water. That wakes me up. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've been there, you know, so many times watching you sleep that I it just <laughs> you seem to sleep right through it. Yeah, there's no way. Even even like last night when like even last night I took a melatonin, right? I I still woke up at three o'clock because the dog had to go outside. I mean so I just I wish I could go I like I also wish I had the ability to hit the pillow and just fall asleep. You know, like like my wife can do that and I hate her for it. And she knows it. I can do that. I can't. I I'm Minimum. I sit on the couch once I get home from work and I'm already asleep. Like I'm gone. Well, <laughs> see, that's different. Like I can do that. You know, like I get home from work and I'm tired. I can hit, I can get on the cra- couch and crash within about four or five minutes, but that's like a 20 minute nap at the at uh-huh. most. Yeah, no, I'm gone. Like I'm dead to the world. Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> but like when it's time for bed, 
unless I take a melatonin, right? Because Sam, you even said take NyQuil, to which I said I can't. NyQuil yeah. does weird things to me. I legit- Maybe you should have it with chicken. Yeah, I should. I, that's the new thing now. Apparently, that's the uh, in thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, I can't. Like, like again, last night took the night I took the melatonin and I stayed awake long enough where I could feel it really kicking in, where I can really start feeling like my mm-hmm. eyes getting mm-hmm. heavy before I you know turn the TV off or put my phone down so I can go to sleep. So I have as little time from actively using my brain to try to go to sleep. So that still took about ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, a normal night's about thirty. I'm in bed for about thirty minutes before I fall asleep. Yes. Yeah. See, that was one of the great reasons of getting a psychology major because we we took a behavioral change class, and they taught us how to basically hypnotize ourselves to sleep. Oh. So, like, there is a procedure that you do that you can get to sleep in about three to seven minutes. I've, Does I've, it involve alcohol? No. <laughs> <laughs> that answers out. Yes. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Um, let me send you a link. Maybe, maybe you can try it. Yeah, maybe. Because there's things like, because my son has asked me multiple times, like, how do you fall asleep? And I'll tell him, like, here's the things that I do. But obviously, they don't work very well. So we'll, <laughs> we'll try some other things. Uh, any other notes you guys want to um, talk? Oh, here's another. Here's one other thing I hit on real quick. When she does go outside, the alarm would have gone off. Because every night he yeah. says, Beep, mm-hmm. you know, the alarm's secured. It would have set off the alarm. Yeah, unless she sleepwalked and turned off the alarm, but I don't think she did that. Anyway, that's the only other thing that I um uh really hit on, other than just yeah, the movie, the movie scared me. I mean, like Sam, you laughed the ending, right? You said that like when she did the thing at the camera, like you laughed. Yeah, it like when when the, when he flew at the camera, right? So that was that was a good jump scare. And then when she she crawls over on, over the body and she's sniffing him, mm-hmm. like I couldn't look her in the eye. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like when she looks at, I'm serious. When she looks up at the camera, I was watching the TV, but it was like I wasn't watching her face. I was watching just kind of to the right of her. It just there was something <laughs> about that moment. It was really unsettling to me. Um, I mean, because they manipulated her face a little bit too. In yeah. The, yeah, in that shot. Yeah, they did so. a little uh, 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 Bilbo Baggins reaching for the ring kind of a thing. Exactly. Yeah. You know? So, which, anyway. Any other notes before we play the, uh, the three clips that I got? Sure. <laughs> Please tell me you got the 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 silence of um, all the uh, the fast forwards at night. No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, anything else, Ebony, you want to say before? You're muted. No. Yeah. I've got nothing. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we'll play a few clips. And by a few, I mean, again, I only have four. There's not a lot of dialogue to re- record, right? Again, there's just no. them talking and then, and then, or, or it's screaming, right? There's a lot of screaming. There's a lot of F-bombs. There's just a lot of, so there's just not a lot to, to, to whatever. By the way, I spelled Ouija board wrong. Um, both times on purpose. How did you spell okay, it? I have one sitting behind me, so I can show you how to spell it. No, I'm good. It's just W E and the letter G. Yeah. Well, I I do not mess with those. I I had a scary instance in high school. I refuse to use it, things. but it is sitting yeah. on the shelf behind me. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So I, so in my notes, I did write W E E G E E. 
uh, because my my parents had a dog who was a, an Italian greyhound, right? An Italian greyhound is a little greyhound, and he was mm-hmm. wee G as in little wee little G greyhound. And <laughs> but when they 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 would spell it out W E E G E, so I spelled wee G that way. And then in the clip okay. here, uh, I spelled it. Uh, I knew it was like there's a Q or an O or something. I couldn't remember. So I spelled it Q U I J I. Oh dear! I don't know what That's I was pretty close actually. I don't know By I the way, t- speaking of the Ouija board, yeah, you guys also like totally lost all respect for him when he brought that out, right? Yeah, hundred oh, percent. Okay. Yeah, Good. I don't. I don't understand. So okay, I'm. I guess I'm not playing clips yet. Um, <laughs> I guess I don't understand his motivation, right? Because. At first, his motivation is like, I want to capture this stuff on camera, which it feels like so that he can put it on. I mean, this is 2006 when this was filmed. Right. Mm-hmm. So YouTube did exist. Yeah. Um, but maybe he, again, he wants to just film this stuff so he can put it on the local news or YouTube or whatever. Like, it feels like it's a marketing ploy. And then, right. and then he was well, like, he mentions that later in it in the film anyway. Yeah, he says this is you know this could possibly be the first footage of anyone actually capturing this sort of phenomenon. So he's definitely got that like famous thought in the back of his head of like, if I record this and I can prove it, watch me blow up, sort of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then which is what pisses the thing off, I think. And then, or mm-hmm. it says it in the movie several times, it's like you've you've made it mad because you brought the camera involved. And then he brings the Ouija board, though he doesn't use it. He just puts it in the house. But just having it there was, I guess, enough to. Because you saw the thing use it. Yeah, the thing used it. But like, which again was a really cool effect. I mean, it was a really well done effect. But Uh I guess, but he, like, it felt like he was, like, he had an end game with this thing, right? Like he was trying to, he's like, well, let's talk to it. And she's like, no, don't do that. And. I, but I just, I never quite understood his thing. And then later in the movie, he's like, I'm going to end this thing right now. Like, what are you going to do? Like hit it with a bat. Like I never understood like his motivation. What, he, what his plan was. Yeah. He kept saying, yeah. I don't think he fully grasped the situation though, because it's like when they're sitting down with the sidekick and um, he goes, Oh wait, probably just give it what it wants and it'll go away. And he's like, cause it wants her. <laughs> like, How do you not get this yet? It wants her. <laughs> Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It, and by the way, I hope she at least disco- disclosed to him about what was going on before he moved in with her. I mean, giving giving him a little bit of credit. about that. Right? Mm. It's like, you could have told me beforehand. You could have told me the first date, the second date, the tenth date before I moved in. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm. So that's a little creepy. Yeah, I mean, but that, that, that does so. kind of feel like a weird thing to bring up in a date right you know i mean i guess it's like hey do you want to move in with me sure but a ghost might come with me yeah i mean that's obviously not a <laughs> first <the> <laughs> date yeah that is not right. a first date conversation. Not a bio. Right. but ghost. i mean like his point was like she goes when would i have brought this up you know on the first date he goes no but you could have brought it up on the 10th or the 15th or before we moved in together and like i get why he's mad but again still to the point it's like when would that have come up? Honey, I, I, I love you and I want you to move it. Here's the key to my house. Great. Um, so 
there's going to be me and a ghost coming too. Okay, like like there's no way to have that conversation. Well, not, not even a ghost. I mean, this well, is not even a ghost. This well, but is she like didn't. A, but she didn't know that. Uh, right. True. 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 Okay. And I th- right. I think though that there are some things that happen to people that are very traumatic that they don't want to bring up at all to anybody. Yeah. They go into that in the other films as well as to what he actually is and the reasons why she's forgotten certain things or doesn't want to, re- you know, remember certain things. So. Interesting. So they, they review, they revisit these two people. This, this, so the second film is the sister, the same time that this is happening to Katie. Oh, so the second film is Christy in the same period of time or close thereabouts. Cause it actually shows, like her visiting them and stuff like that. Like it shows Katie and Micah in the film. The third one goes back to them and, and like the origin as to why everything is happening to them. And then mm. the others I'm not even going to touch on. Oh, okay. <laughs> pretend they don't exist. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, okay. All right. Well, now I'll play some clips. Okay. Uh, here's the, the doctor saying words. These hauntings, they feed off of negative energy. So if there is something negative going on here, it will, it will help spur on the, the haunting. You know, this entity may, may feed off of that. You shouldn't let your mother come over anymore. That's <laughs> so that's like the only joke in the movie right there is, you know, the idea that there's negative energy house, so we shouldn't let your mother come over because clearly she doesn't like him, which, you know, why would she? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. No comment. <laughs> yeah. Well, absolutely. <laughs> you got to watch the other films. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No. I'm good. <laughs> Again, I would. I would. If if Evan, if you say to me, uh, I'll come back on the show in six months so we can watch the second one. I would do that. But I'm I would not. Watch the, the all of them. I'd easily watch all of them. Even, well, as much as I don't like certain ones. Like, except Sean. What we have to do is we got to have a weekend together again. We'll go go you know, do our, our 40th birthday type of stuff. And yeah. then we'll watch it on a Friday night. And then you've got to live with us being around for the next two nights. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's the one condition. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how it's got to work. On otherwise. <laughs> See, here's the funny thing though, Sam is again, one we've already established that I'm a light sleeper. So it's not like you're yep. going to sneak into my bedroom, but also like you, once you're asleep, you're done. I'll just wait for you to fall asleep. So, <laughs> yeah yeah there, there's a little bit of uh, uh, flawed logic here but uh, I'll make it work yeah I know you will you'll find a way to torture me somehow I can help it's okay yeah all <laughs> right just some ways to do it Perfect. <laughs> two continents away she's still gonna find a way to torture me I like it. <laughs> uh, all right it's, perfect. It, this is the Ouija board uh, moment what are you doing? I'm going to talk to it. Look at me. I told you I was... You promised me you weren't going to... You look at me like that. You promised me you weren't going to mess with that stuff. No. I promised you I wasn't going to buy a Ouija board. Oh, I didn't well, buy a Ouija board. You knew exactly what I meant. I borrowed a Ouija board. you. <laughs> yep. That's when I lost it with him. Yeah. I was like, uh-huh. yeah, you, you moron. Yeah. You brought this on yourself. To be fair, that's something I would say, though. Oh yeah, I yeah. I borrowed it. Yeah, you, you do the <laughs> the logic, the a difference without a distinction. Is that the phrase or something like that? Yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. 
it's really interesting. So I'm looking at the the cat the crew of this movie, right? So it's a cast of five because there's a bunch of other people that are uncredited, like the cops and whatever. So it's just yeah. a cast of five. Oh, I was about to say, I thought there was only four. Right. There's uh, Katie and Mika and the doctor and then the sister. And yeah, the sister turns up as well. And Wait, was that the sister that came the to visit while they were doing beads? Yep. Okay. That's Christy. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, her name's Diane in the credits. Oh, no, that's the the Diane is the girl that's on the screen. They show a picture of her. That's the only time she's on. Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Diane's the Yeah. Her. Christy's the one on the couch, though. They sit in the drinking wine. Okay. Well, again, in, the, in, about the past. in this credits, she's li- listed as Amber. So, but that's because her name is Amber. So maybe she didn't have a name yet. I thought that was just a friend named Amber. I didn't think it was her sister. Well, that's the only five people. She comes back because they talk mm. about their past. Yeah. Mm. That's so that's the five, right? Because the rest of the yeah. uncredited is Exorcism Nanny. Um, what? Dr. Johan Avery's Lieutenant Randy Hudson and Richard. Those are all uncredited, but they're Exorcism Nanny. Yes, yeah, what it says. What? Where in the world was that? That must be another deleted scene. We I don't know, but that's what it's that's what's in the cast. So that's the entire cast I just mentioned. So then you've got a handful of producers, and then cinematography is done by the director, as well as editing and casting and set direction and costume design are all the director. The largest department in this film is the sound department. Well, but I mean, it's all bad sound. But is it bad sound on purpose? It's bad sound on purpose, but you have one, yeah. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You had nine people as ADR mixer, sound designer, re-recording mixer, yep. sound designer. I mean, I know sound designer. I like how these guys are all uncredited. How are you how are you uncredited? If you did did you not get paid? I hope you got paid. There you go. Um they just sort of watched. Uh, and then, and then there's additional crew, you know, uh, international marketing, audio description, narrator, studio publicist, just things like that. But again, it's, it's a crew. This was an onset crew, probably of about seven people total. I mean, probably, I mean, again, you know, sound, sound mixer there, look, you know, sound guy, cause there's not even a boom operator. There wouldn't have been again. The sound is no, yeah. you couldn't, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't have, there's the, the, the shots wouldn't have allowed for it anyway, but. Anyway, there's that. Um, here's the doctor coming back. What? In fact, I've got to get out of here. No, this no, thing is no, very no, aggravated. The fact that I'm here. Wait, wait, not- wait, everybody, calm down. We need your help. So that part there is what I was talking about. Like this is the worst acting for her. All right. Well, I've got to tell you, I am not the person to help you in this situation. This is not my area of expertise. I think I'm doing more harm being here than any good. Yes, I really have got to leave. Yeah. yeah, I think he's just a bad actor. He is. Well, he's done like yeah. two things ever, and this was one of them. So, yeah, he's he's probably a friend, right? He's like a probably, you know, he's a friend or a, a, a you know, maybe he's an actual psychiatrist or something. I don't know, but or, or maybe they just needed a couple more takes. I don't know with that one. Just it's, yeah, I just I, he Mark Friedrichs. He doesn't have a picture on IMDb. He's known for. Wrist cutters, a love story, as uh, as Zia's father. Title. That is the worst. Uh, paranormal <laughs> activity, crap. and then one episode of something called Emerald Nights as the mayor. He was in the pilot. Wrist cutters, a love story. Let me see what this is. 
A no, film didn't. set oh, in a no, strange... Isn't it a comedy? I think I've heard of this. Uh, um, let's see. A comedy, drama, fantasy. Uh, a film set in a strange afterlife way station that has been reserved for people who have committed suicide. So it's like Beetlejuice, except you've committed suicide. Interesting. It's got... Uh, well, oh, oh, there's some people in here that we... Tom Waits. Yeah, some, some people. Mark Boone Jr. Leslie Bibb. Will, Will Arnett. Arnett. Will Arnett. Yeah. Is in this. Nick Offerman. Oh, my gosh. Leslie Bibb. Yeah. So... Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, that's, we know those people. Yes, we do know those people. Anyway. <laughs> That's uh, we know the director. <laughs> the director also did a movie called "Even Pigs Go to Heaven." That that was a sequel to "All Dogs Go to Heaven." Yeah, <laughs> that was the third of the that series. All right, uh, this is the last clip I have, and uh, here we go. I think we'll be okay now. There you go. Little uh, little creep factor there. Wait, now where was that in the movie? So that's when she says she wants to leave, right? She says, "Let's go," and then he tries to get her to leave, and she won't. And then he she's uh in bed, all curled up, and he's like, "All right, the car is ready. Let's leave." And she goes, "I don't want to go. I want to stay here. I feel safer here." And then he goes, "Fine," and he walks out. And then she says that line. And then smiles. She doesn't look at the camera, but she's basically looking at the camera and she has that really wicked smile because <laughs> because at this point, I guess she's possessed, right? I think that's what's happened. Yeah. And um, sure. she knows that that night is the the end for him. So, but I'll tell you what, though, that scream downstairs that she does, mm-hmm. that wrecked me. I mean, I'm serious, man. That <laughs> it it affected me. It really did. And then that throw at the camera was was uh, exceptional. I don't. It was a. I'm not sure how they did that. It was a, it was a cool way right. To, you know, they had to have had a rope or something through the wall, or I mean, well, they couldn't have just tossed somebody into it. Had to have been a dummy, some kind of dummy thing yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And that camera held up pretty good. I mean, <laughs> you know, it, that uh, camera did all right. All right, time for. Uh, oh yeah, so that's it. Now we play our game, and this week the game sponsored by. That's Serena over there. And that's Naomi, and we are the hosts of Weird Mythic Podcast. Yes, we are. Our show, Weird Mythic, covers stories about cryptids, which is what brought us together to create the show. But we also like to talk about anything paranormal and strange that happens in the world. We post episodes every Sunday on different topics, and we would love to have more listeners. We're on all podcast platforms, and you can find us on all social media sites as well. Give us a listen, send us some personal stories to share on the show, and we will love you forever. Yes, we will. We would love some personal stories, some cryptid encounters, and we hope that you listen and tune into the show. You can listen to Weird Mythic Podcasts wherever you get your podcast fix. And now for some more bad news. Ready? This game is uh, called Hey, Did You Notice? This is the game where Andrew has found some fun or interesting or, I don't know, whatever he found in the background. Things for us to play. Uh, Ebony will play against who wants to go, Sam or me? Uh, we, 
Mm. How about you uh, and I together? Because she's seen this a thousand times. So you and I oh, will okay. we'll be on a I team. I still, a hundred bucks. I still don't know any of this. Oh, I'm sure you will. <laughs> Uh, so it's just uh, just a game. Uh, we'll go back and forth. Ebony, you go first. If you get it right, you get a point. If you don't get it right, uh, and, uh, Sam and I can steal. All right, Andrew, take it away. Okay, Ebony, I'm going to throw you a softball to start with. Uh-huh. At the beginning of the film, they're in the kitchen, and she pours herself a glass of wine. What's the brand of wine? No idea. <laughs> I don't even drink wine. <laughs> it's, it, I'm not paying attention to the labels. <laughs> it's funny because all the other labels of pretty much everything else in the movie was blurred, but this one wasn't. Like the one thing I didn't pay attention to, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be asked questions. They're in front of the microwave, <laughs> there's a knife, there's wine, but no, not the label. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> all right, Sam or Sean. Uh, anything? Any idea? Uh, I don't know. They're in California. I don't know. Um, Rodeo Drive wine. I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah. it's fitting that Ebony is our guest because it's Yellowtail wine. Oh, is it really? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Damn, I should have picked up on it. <laughs> <laughs> one thing. <laughs> All right, uh, Sean and Sam. Yeah. Yeah. There on top of the refrigerator, there is a jar. Of a specific kind of candy. What is it? <laughs> it was candy. Uh, I have no idea. Sam? Uh, M&M's would be my guess. Ebony, do you know? <laughs> if it's American candy, I'm really out. <laughs> I have no idea. Red Vines. Oh, you oh, who eats red food? vines? Yeah, yeah, Ebony. You, you love <laughs> licorice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what my wife says. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so uh, back to Ebony. Mm-hmm. As she, as Katie is talking to Doctor Fredericks, uh, she mentions when all this began, and she talks about her sister Christy. Mm-hmm. She also mentions the age. How many years are the two sisters apart? She said it started when she was eight. And I believe there's two or three years between them, if I remember correctly. And I could be way off. There could be a massive gap. So I'm going to go with two years between them. Sean or Sam? I'm going to say three. (laughs) Yeah, but that's what I was going to say, three. (laughs) Like Ken. She says, I was eight and my sister was five. Yeah. So it was three yes. years. Yes. <laughs> so close. Don't get a point for remembering she was eight. Like, come on. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sean and Sam. On night five, Katie wakes up from a nightmare and the couple hears a thud downstairs. As the couple returns to the bed, something has changed about Micah's appearance. What was it? Oh, I was all ready to say the the light lampshade was all crooked. Um, tack on it. Something about his appearance. <sighs> was he wearing not wearing socks? I don't know. I didn't see his feet. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no, that's not the answer. Dang it. Okay, Ebony. Is it the shorts that changed? His shorts are changed. 
Actually, wow. not just wow. his shorts, but his T-shirt as well. Uh, when he goes when he goes downstairs, he's wearing a light gray shirt with uh, mm-hmm. blue piping around the neck and the sleeves. Uh, and the, his boxer shorts are champagne glasses. And when they go back to bed, he's wearing light blue boxer shorts and a dark blue oh, T-shirt. I didn't pick up the shirt, but definitely, yeah, the shorts for sure. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. <laughs> so we're tied. Wow. Right. Interesting. Here we go. Like, like, did you, like, did you notice that or did you like go through the goof section on IMDb? To no, no, that? I noticed it because I went back through the goof section to see if it was there and it's not there. Oh, interesting. Yeah. All right. Um, so whose question is this? Ebony? Is this? Yeah. yeah it's, this it's hers. is you. Yeah. On night 15, Katie sleepwalks. Mm-hmm. How much time passes as she stands next to the bed? Shit. I feel like it's a while, like it's a decent amount of time. I just don't know how much. I feel like it's at least an hour or two. Like it's got, it's not a few minutes, surely. I swear to God, if you say it's like a minute and a half, I'm not gonna. Well, we we know that it. <laughs> Shut everything down and walk away. We we know that it, it's. I'll go, I'll go. I'll go with like an hour and a half. I'll go between the two. Okay, Sean and Sam. <laughs> I don't think it's an hour because I think I was watching it. I want to say it's like 47 minutes. Sure. No one has it correct. Well, it is someone closer. <laughs> it is. Uh, she start. She got up out of bed at one thirty six, and she came out of her trance at three thirty. Uh, so two hours and six minutes. Uh, wait, wait, me. wait, wait, wait. No, no. Was it? I'm sorry. Was that the question? Hour and fifty four. Yeah. How long? Oh, no, no. How long? I thought it was how long she stood next to the bed. So hour. Wait, and 54. I thought that's what it was too. Wait, so is it? So she was an hour and fifty four next to the bed watching him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So right. I do have a tiebreaker because we're still tied. Ooh. This one should be simple. So whoever knows this first, just shout your name. Katie's slippers are constantly shown next to the bed. What animal are her slippers? Sean, I'm going to say bunny slippers. No. I get Sean. Ebony guessed something. <laughs> yeah, I'm racking my brain. I'm like, uh, who looks at slippers? Obviously, I think they're duck slippers, shorts, aren't they? So. <laughs> they are not ducks either. No, okay, they're not ducks. Okay, but they're an animal. Yeah, they are an animal. <laughs> I swear, See, if you say the... koala or something, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the problem, Ebony. You always put this on in the background. You never pay attention. <clears throat> I guess There's we're not. Animal slippers at her age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, bears? Not bears. So we're ending our game with a tie. Her slippers. Wow, first time. First time. Her slippers were pigs. <laughs> pigs. What? <laughs> would have guessed. Yeah. Come on. Never, ever would have guessed. Nah, that wow. was last on my list, too. <laughs> Very cute. How old is she? <laughs> <laughs> she's got a demon following her around. She's she's entitled. Yeah. 
Yeah, whatever it's it goes. me sitting in a room full of toys, but anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, you have like 30 Funko Pops staring at you right now, but I guess you don't have pig slippers. No, I don't uh. have any slippers, let alone pig slippers. <laughs> All right, uh, time for this. Excuse me while I whip this out. All right, we decided to do top three low-budget films. And uh, I didn't really tell anyone what my definition of low budget, because I think Ebony's is different than the rest of ours, but <laughs> we're going to just say low budget films. So Sam, we'll let you uh, start us off. Sure. I have got at number three, the Blair Witch Project at only $60,000, which surprised me. And to see that it made over 150 million. Holy crap. What a return. Uh, my number two is Saw. The first one. And my number one is Whiplash. All right. At at a little over three million budget. Okay. Which surprised me. Actually. Yeah, I feel like JK Simmons would yeah, have garnered really a higher budget than that uh, than that. But right? I guess he was just looking for an Oscar. Yeah. All right. Uh Ebony. Uh I also had Blair Witch Project. Mm-hmm. But I've also got Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Nice. 400,000, made over 5 million. And I've wasn't there a, a rock star? Wasn't there a rock star that partially financed that? I thought I I'm saw a sure. trivia it somewhere. Surprised me. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, Pink Floyd. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And I've also got Eraserhead at 100K and made over 5 million. What was that one? Sorry? Eraserhead. Razorhead. Oh, Eraserhead. Yeah, Eraserhead. Eraser. Yeah. Eraser. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to laugh, Ebony. So, um, you know, we're speaking the same language, but we're, there's still a language barrier. I had to call England for customer service on a tech project, and we could not understand each other, and it was very frustrating. He, <laughs> what did they say? It was the, the, the letter H, as in hotel. Mm. And and I usually when I'm giving like serial numbers and stuff, especially if there's lettering, I always use what's called the phon- phonetic spelling, right? I, Alpha, Beta, Charlie, Delta, Echo, mm-hmm. Foxtrot. So I'm saying hotel, and he's like, "So you're saying H?" I'm like, "Yes," as in hotel. <laughs> so you're saying H? Yes, as in hotel. <laughs> like we, like it took us so long to understand what we were saying, and I'm like. I I, find, I started laughing. I'm like, how are we both speaking English right now and not understanding what we're trying to say? And, uh, hey, we're all convicts here, so we understand the Brits very well. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, it was very funny. All right, uh, my three. I I didn't do the assignment. I didn't put the the, the numbers uh, for them. Oh, oh I didn't, man! I didn't think to do that. I guess Failed. I should. I did fail. Uh, my number my number uh, three, uh, and I had an honorable mention. Uh, so my number three is going to be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the first one, because oh. mm-hmm. uh, that was about thirteen million, I think, uh, filmed mostly locally here in North Carolina, um, and, mm-hmm. a, and with and, real turtles, with real turtles, and <laughs> until yeah. Pulp Fiction was at the time the highest grossing independent film ever, uh-huh. and then mm-hmm. Pulp Fiction, you know, killed it. Uh, my number two is Rocky. Rocky was yeah. again fairly low budget, around t- you know ten million or so. And my number one is Juno. Okay. Which also has uh, J.K. Simmons in it, uh, interestingly. He likes his low-budget stuff. He must not like craft services. Well, I still think he, you know, he's still getting 
you know, he's he's still on Spider-Man money. He's good, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and <laughs> farmers insurance commercials and things bum, like bum, that. Bum, bum, bum. So he's yeah, he's he's good. Uh, Andrew. Well, I also had Whiplash on my list uh, as my number three. It is on my top ten list of all times. Yeah, it's so it's good. A, it's a great movie. I had uh, Napoleon Dynamite at 400,000. All right. As my number two. And then number one, uh, I'm not ashamed to admit this, my big fat Greek wedding at $5 million. I nearly had that on my list too. Yeah. <laughs> so close. That's a fun little movie. It's a fun, yeah. I love, I love the family. Nice. I've seen yeah. and the, uh, the Windex. Got to remember the Windex, Windex and the, cures and everything. The bunk, the bunk, the bunk cake. Bunt. The bunt. I often say to people when they say, like, you know, I have students that'll say, "Oh, I, I'm vegetarian." I'm like, what? What do you mean you don't eat no meat? <laughs> I'll say that to them. Twitter offered us. Uh, I, I got this out a little bit late. Uh, that's my fault. So we only had a couple of responses on Twitter. Uh, Attitude AR Wrestling Review Podcast, uh, as always, says, as in always, as in he, he chimes in almost all the time. So thank you very much for doing that. And go watch our episode with the wrestler or of the wrestler with him. Uh, he said, Napoleon Dynamite, UHF, and Star Wars. Huh. Shoot the flick. At Shoot the Flick says Little Miss Sunshine, One Cut of the Dead, and Reservoir Dogs. Great movie. The. <laughs> I'm sorry. You said One Cut of the Dead, and then my mind just went off, and then you said Reservoir Dogs, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> is One Cut of the Dead, is that like a thing you've seen? Yeah, it's a horror comedy. It's hilarious. Oh, all right. Really well done. Japanese. Nice. Japanese Korean. I think it's Japanese. Could be wrong. Okay. I remember. <laughs> Sorry. I just, I, I was, again, I'm on Twitter looking at the thing and I hit, you know, home and I see your post from about an hour ago, Ebony. So uh, that was, that was funny. Uh, anyway, our listeners won't uh, get to experience that. That's things for you. Time for this. <laughs> Wait, what's supposed to happen? Uh, this is where we do out of 10. We give this movie a score from zero to 10 and we start this week with Andrew. Andrew is muted. I am muted and I'm talking to no one. IMDb has a 6.3 out of 10. I can't go that high simply for the fact uh, of, like Ebony said, the rewatchability. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to drop it down to about, uh, Maybe a 4.8. Yeah, 4.8 right. out of 10. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Ebony. Uh, for me, this has always been around 7.58, but that's just because I have a nostalgia connection to it. I go by my first experience, and I watched it when it first came out, and I had a really fun time like watching it, so it's always been quite high on my list. All right. So but I can understand, as I said, rewatchability. I can understand being lower. So you said seven, what was you said? 7.8? Um, yeah, about 7.5. Okay. 7.5. All right. Sam. All right. Um, I, again, I think I would have had a lot more fun watching this in the same room as Sean. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but I just, I don't know. It, it was, it was almost there for me. So a 5.48 out of 10. Oh, okay. Interesting. I think that if we do something like this kind of movie again, we should live stream Sean watching it. <laughs> yes. Right. Oh, yes. <laughs> I will say this. So that's the, there's a phenomenon, right? When you observe something, you change it. So like, I feel like if you do that, my, my experience is going to be different, right? Cause I'm going to have you guys in my ears. I'm going to be aware that I'm streaming, that people are watching with me. I don't think my experience of the movie you is. Yeah. We'll well, I was going to say, he, he, he has never noticed the cameras before. So, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I, I I think it wouldn't There's be actually a 24 hour live stream on YouTube right now. Yeah, yeah, right. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sorry for all the nothing that you get to watch because. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got you got to watch me build Legos this last weekend. I mean, that's that was that was the highlight. You know, is, is Lego building. So and it, and it got up to 250 thousand views. It's yeah, had a Lego builders watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch me follow the instructions so I can build the uh, Boba Fett Slave One. So. Are they? Are they still calling it Slave One? No, it's called Boba Fett's ship, but it's oh, it's Slave One. It's Slave One. It is what it is. I mean, it's it it doesn't. Slavery is bad, yes, but the word itself is not. So yes. I think it's okay to call it that. Maybe I'm. Uh, I don't know if so, I if I just offended somebody. I I apologize. I guess. So I'm actually going to give this movie kind of a higher rating because I think the movie set out to scare me and it did it like it did the job it set out to do. Hmm. And I think it did it effectively. Now I haven't watched it twice. I've only watched a couple of little bits to get those clips. But I mean, even like when I captured the clip of her saying, I'm going to be okay. Now I stopped it before she smiled because it was going to freak me out again. So, <laughs> 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 so I'm actually going to give this a seven and a half. Also, I'm right there with Ebony. I, this movie, no, I can't do that because the math doesn't work. I'm going to give it a, no, a 7.32 or 6.32. That's fine. Yeah. This movie, again, this movie is, you know, its goal is to scare me and it did that. So I think it did it well. And I, uh, yeah. And so I, you know, there it is. Seven point seven and a half. And that's okay, I think, right? I mean, that's a little bit lower than what we've yeah. been recently. But Yeah, but see, and, and the, the interesting part is this isn't a bad movie per se. It's just not rewatchable for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I've seen it, I'm done. Um, and and maybe just because of the way I saw it, the experience was was different. But um I just it, I find it interesting that we we have a widespread yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. I mean, it's very okay, yeah. obviously. I mean, we don't all have to be in a line. I mean, I'm looking back at, you know, our looking just in front of me here. We, we've been fairly in line with each other mm-hmm. uh, as, as of recently. I mean, the, clo- the, the farthest we were away with anything was. Um, <laughs> That's with our guest beer fest. We had a pretty uh, broad spectrum, but that was just with our guests because our guests loved it and we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Oblivion. Actually, Oblivion is a good one. I gave it a seven. Sam gave it a two. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So, yeah. And then Andrew was at a five right there in the middle. So, anyway. The point is, is that Ebony is our guest and she is fantastic and everyone should go listen to her podcast. Ebony, please tell again our listeners where they can find your podcast. Most places, really. Spotify, Apple, Good Pods, the lot. (laughs) Just search Gruesome, Chasem, Movie, Review, Some More Sweet and Sour Nuggies podcast and you'll find me. (laughs) And yeah, and the links to her show will be in the show notes. So go, go listen to her stuff. Follow her on Twitter. Give her support. Uh, Ebony is great. Again, we had to, uh, you know, shift her schedule around again. It, she's, she's living in the future. Okay. I mean, it's already <laughs> Saturday and like 1 PM Saturday. <laughs> yeah. She's like halfway oh, wow. through her day already and we're getting ready to go to bed. So, you know, Ebony is, she will forever be about 14 hours smarter than the rest of us. That's just the way it is. <laughs> <True. laughs> <I'll look that far. laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's it. That's our show. Thank you all so much for listening. We are Cheap Seat Reviews. Uh, go to our website, cheapseatreviews.libsyn.com, uh, and you, there you can find links to all of our social media. Also, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash cheapseatreviews. And we have new stickers. We have some really cool new holographic stickers that look really sweet. I'm going uh, to kind of show Ebony there in the camera. Doesn't that look great? That's some cool stuff there. Yeah. So... Uh, those are available through our Patreon, or if you just really want to buy one, just message me and I'll, I'll, uh, we'll make something happen there next week. Very excited to announce that we're going to have back on returning. The first guest this year returning to the podcast is Carrie from Dicktales podcast. And we are doing Carrie, the 1960s and Carrie seventies. Carrie, we're doing the original, original one, Carrie. So, and she knows, right? She is very aware. Yes. Okay. Just wanted to make um, sure. And she knows that they're all going to laugh at her. It's, it's really interesting. I'm also just going to go ahead and run down the rest of uh, cheap scare reviews. Just so you have a little teaser here. Next week, we're doing Carrie. The week after that, brace yourselves. The scariest movie we have ever done. That's right. We are reviewing Morbius. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> We're doing Morbius. Are you serious? Yeah, we're doing Morbius with V from Life Paranormal with V. She wanted to do something fun. I could not think of something more ridiculous. After (laughs) that, we're doing Nightmare on Elm Street. We're doing Nightmare on Elm Street 2 with Lindsay. She's coming back on to... uh, To do that, she is our nightmare on Elm Street uh, person, uh, Evan. That's right. I missed the first one, I think. Wasn't I gone for the first one? Yeah, and you won't be here for this one either. Oh crap! Okay, I mean, <laughs> it says no Sam on my list here. Is uh, I think, okay. I, but I think that's because the, it's a Wednesday and there's an app game. I've moved it to Thursday, so maybe you can make it. Can oh, it might be when I'm going anyway. away on a camping trip too. Then there's so. that. Then yeah, you'll miss it too. So you'll miss both of our um, nightmare episodes. And yeah, the okay. and then we're gonna end the month with the world's end. Oh, nice. the, the Cornetto the final trilogy. Coronado trilogy, right? Yeah. And uh, that's with Jen from my streaming bubble. So that's the, the, the rundown this month. I think that's a pretty solid uh, October there. Yeah. And a uh, little mix of legit scary and some ridiculous. So I'm looking forward to, to all of that. That's it. That's the show. Ebony, again, thank you so much for coming on. We had an absolute blast. Yes, thank you. Yeah, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. And uh, I'll I'll, I'll go ahead and message you tomorrow so we can spend the next six months finding out when you're going to come back on the show. 
<laughs> and again, again, go check out her stuff. She's great. That's going to do it for us. So on behalf of Andrew and Sam and Ebony, this is Sean saying thank you all so much for listening. And we'll see you next week with Carrie for Carrie. This is Cheap Seat Reviews.